Come I've, on. I don't, don't know if I'll fucking edit this out or what, but um, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I, I base my time at 40 bucks an hour. Oh, really? Yeah. Cheap. I'm a, <laughs> 40 bucks now. That's so we're on region, regional time. rates, regional rates. Regional rates. Fucking right. you're looking at this bloke. If I, I de- like that if, you have, yeah. If I dedicate fucking 30 hours to you, I'm 1,200 in. Mm-hmm. If daddy hasn't had a bite of the cookie, it's going to be looking elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you're shocking. <laughs> no. Fucking out. How good is it? Yeah, good. Right. Welcome uh, to the uh, Drinks of Jackson podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jackson. And today, making our way down from Melbourne up to Shepparton is Celia okay. And How are you, buddy? G'day, mate. Going well. Cruising? Yeah, really good. I actually go on holidays tomorrow for 10 days. Fuck yeah. Yeah. What so, do you got um, planned? Heading up to Byron for a couple of oh, days, you know, getting woman, started. Yeah, nice and basic. Get some linen gear. And then we're going to Fraser Island. Fuck yeah. Four-wheel four drive trip. You've got to go to Stone and Wood while you're in Byron for me. Have a beer at Stone and Wood. Yeah. Do they sell anything that's not craft beer? Stone. <laughs> what are we drinking today? <laughs> for, for, for the sake of you. Today, we're on the better beers. Yeah. Um, thanks for buying these. Pretty, pretty. Basic beer. Pretty impressed with them at the moment. They're sort of my go-to. Um, do you like this sort of beer? It tastes like water. Um. Did you, did you steal these? Or did you steal them? <laughs> well, uh, no. I, I, I bought them with a gift card. From someone I don't like. like. I, I got a $25 gift card. Uh, we did Chris Kringle at work. Worked uh, night shift over the Christmas period. And, yeah, so I thought, well, they don't really stock any craft beer that I like, but I'll just keep this for a rainy day because I know I'm going to have a guest that doesn't really like beer. They, they're, they're right up your alley, mate. <laughs> Money well spent. Money um, well fucking spent. Spe- Speaking of the microphone, you are. Sorry about that. I sound good. You've got a you've got a law degree. Um, I do. And and you can barely speak into a mic. <laughs> that's a, a law degree, not a public speaking one. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, that's you'll not- be able to edit that with your. Nah. Fantastic editing skills. Fantastic. Just unhinged podcasts, Jackson. This is what it sounded like when I did it, so it's going to sound like that for you. Fucking oath. No, that's all right. I love to talk, so I'll just talk loud. Yeah, fucking oath. Just talk normal into the microphone. So skills. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe I give the listeners a bit of a background as to who you are, what you do, and maybe how we fucking come about. Come about. That's nice because. In the strangest of. We've, we've come together a few times over the years. Have the f- well, first one was what pony trots? Forced friendship. Forced friendship at the um, at the Cobram races. Back then, <laughs> racing ponies around a racetrack. Yeah. So Celia from Northeast Victoria. Uh, I grew up on a farm. The youngest of six kids. A uh, big old Catholic Irish family. Same mum and dad. No TV. Mum and dad are still together. Yeah. No, we didn't have a TV. I think that's crazy, isn't it? Like your parents are still together. Mine are too. It's weird when you hear it, when you go to someone's house nowadays and yeah, like mum and dad are away this weekend or, you know, something like that. And you think, why is that weird to hear? And how fortunate am I that, that 100%. that's not my normal. Um, and just, I think every day that goes on, I, I value their marriage and their relationship and what they've built together. Whereas I didn't appreciate that as a kid. Mm. Um, and probably at our age too, it's something that you sort of look for yeah, now that's that right. we're in our like mid to late twenties. Um, and I see there's been a bit of a fella lingering in your fucking socials lately. So, <laughs> so you got flowers this Valentine's. I saw the story. Well done. Uh, yeah, we had a concrete pour on Valentine's Day in the afternoon, so my flowers came 24 hours later. That's fine. Um, we, we love a busy working class man. No, I've been very fortunate to find someone very special after a fair few years alone. Um, back onto the backstory. Yeah, I grew up on a farm and then went to boarding school. Where'd and you go? Name and shame, you reckon? I can know, mate. I went to Kai P12, <laughs> polo, polo shirts only. Where'd you go? The best of the best. The best of the best, still the best. Uh, still Pres- the best. Presby Girls, Presbyterian Ladies College, Melbourne. PLC, baby. PLC, girl. <laughs> I actually ran into an old collegian the other day. She collegian. Was- old collegian. <laughs> um, 
yeah, definitely a bit of an example of it's not what you know, who you know, and how that can pay off later on in life. You don't appreciate it when you're doing it, but you realize later. It's after the fact. Yeah, definitely after the fact and how privileged I am to have been there. Um, ended up, yeah, with a double degree in law and business and pursued that. Speaking so many things you really do realize a bit later on. And it's, I always wonder, what am I going to be thinking in five years where I'm like, oh, like what I'm doing today and the impacts that plays. It, do, it doesn't make sense until you look back. Yeah, I really I believe that no matter yeah. how much insight I try to gain into my own life, I feel like I'm not going to understand until I'm reflecting in a few years time. Mm. So just trying to be really confident in the decisions I make now. Um, yeah, very lucky to love my career. I've been very particular about where I wanted to end up. Um, right, not just the industry, I work in construction, so that's quite broad. Um, critical infrastructure, roads, building roads, racetracks, things like that. Um, airport runways, specialized pavements, anything roads. Um, I love it. I call it the black gold. I could literally, we were just talking before about finding your passion and what you want to talk about. I don't want to talk about that on this podcast. Fucking why not? But I'll talk about asphalt all day, every day for the rest of my life. Um, well, you were working on the roads, putting yourself through a uni degree. So it's sort of like you've stepped up massively. Yeah, it's pretty cool, like, thinking I was on the tools. I tell everyone it was just for money, but I actually loved the job so much. Um, Doing overtime was never a problem or a hassle. I actually wanted to um, and wanted to know as much as I could. I was a little sponge and just got in there and absorbed. Um, And definitely in the spirit of International Women's Day yesterday, uh, definitely played the woman card as much as I could to, yeah, yeah. Oh. to get a few benefits, get the nicer truck. Um, what else? You know, not the easier jobs, but um, yeah, any PR gig, I was there. Fuck yeah. yeah. We love it. <laughs> um, important to represent a company that has your values if you're going to pursue what I'm doing. <laughs> the, uh, the career. Yeah, so that's me. How did we come about? I sort of gave the first inkling of uh, pony trots at Cobram. Your dad's still got the best lucerne in. <laughs> pony trots. If anyone needs any grain or hay, head over to Rodney. Um, he'll sort you out. Plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shameless plug. It's uh, tough times ahead, I hear. I actually just loaded a bulk of bag of grain. I'm not even joking. To one of the harness racing trainers um, right. before I came here. I was driving out the driveway and I said to him, oh, do you know where Rod is? And he's just like, No. And he's like, you know, unloading a pallet and old bags from um, previous like grain he's bought. And I'm looking around, I'm like, oh, and he goes, can you load me? And I'm like, you know, it's tough times on the farm when I'm actually doing any work. But um, yeah, so we met at Pony Trots, my dad, your dad, very avid harness racing. Well, my dad's a fan. What's your, your trainer? Your driver. dad's actually a trainer driver. Driver. He's sort of limping around at the moment. He's tried to catch a foal in oh, the uh, really? stabling yard and he broke a couple of ribs. So Gazza's bloody 62 and doesn't move like he did fucking 20 odd years ago. 20, you know, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, we're starting to see a little bit of that, hey. And that, like, it, you know, the weird. generation, it's fucking crazy that like we were once kids, but now it's adults. And now like our parents are fucking old, like old, old. Yeah, Rod's, he won't ever listen to this, but he's getting a bit on that side of. On that side? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So pony shots. Yeah. That, that was a lot of fun. We did that. That was what until 11 or 12. Yeah. Well, I got sent off to boarding school, mate. What, at what uh, 13. 13. So yeah, yeah we sort of pulled then. the pin then, but I remember winning the Cobram cut. We've got an interview on a DVD and I was eight. So we're doing it at least at eight or probably earlier. Yeah. The early days of discipline. We used to get up and train our ponies, um, yeah. before school and our school started at eight. We did piano before that. Fuck piano. So we were, yeah, into the music practice. We would be up at six o'clock in the morning training our Shetland ponies. (laughs) (laughs) HRV pony chops. HRV. If only you had some bloody, what's that? What's that? (laughs) What's that? OP. (laughs) Um, Bit of bike out in the water. A bit of that actually happened. Oh yeah, we, we can't go into that because those, those convicted across are sti- the different states of Australia, yeah, they're, they're um, still uh, in the in the industry. Those young pony trucks. <laughs> but uh, then, when was it? It was two thousand and nine. I went down to no two thousand and ten. Good life. Good life. The underage festival. My first ever uh, exposure to anything like that. I mm, remember. That yep. was mine too. It was crazy. <laughs> I'd convinced my parents that we were off to a music festival and that's what the cover note was. And that's actually what you call them today. But given the music enthusiast I was back in the day, they probably thought there was going to be more piano, pipes and drums and violins and guitars and things like that. Not Avicii. (laughs) 
But wow, what an experience. And it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, the homeschooled kid from Melbourne actually knew somebody. Was it a foam pit or a spa or something? Yeah. I, <laughs> it, was, it was a bit rogue. We were wearing bathers to good life. It wasn't. I don't even think I wore bathers. It was just fucking shorts. Oh, no, we knew about it. We knew about the pools. We were ready. Yeah, your boy from Kai Abram didn't at that stage. Yeah. And then again, so we re- <laughs> we reunited again when I decided that living in Melbourne during the hardest lockdown in the world Shit ass. Was no good. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to move to regional Vic. Have that go for you. I moved, a a, I moved a, back to Melbourne. <laughs> it was a bit of a piss take on it. It was just drinking beers all um, Yeah, I think we kept like the Carlton United Brewery shares up. They say it was everyone else drinking at home, but I'm fairly sure that certain. I think it was our demographic. I did something. Feeling wildlife was really on my radar back then. They'd be. <laughs> so yeah, we reignited then. Um, I didn't actually know it was you. And then I saw you and I was like, I know you. And um, it, you knew it was me. Did I tell you that? It was Tinder. It, it was. Nothing <laughs> happened, but I can say, I can confirm it the was, third It was, but I didn't know I knew Tinder. you when I saw you yeah. until I saw you. And then I and realized. And then Gem Gem. Yeah, Gem Gem got on board. We uh, Did we have a group chat on Snapchat going for a while there? with me first fucking housemate, Will. Wasn't that great. I actually saw Will the other day in the city. He is didn't it? know it was me. Oh. He's, he's moved down to Melbourne now. Yeah. Um, he works at NAB, which is just down the road. Yeah. Yeah. He had a Batuta Advocate top on when we met him and I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, the long the long sleeve. The long sleeve on. Yeah, but no, built built the house in Ross Allen Drive, the Ross Allen Rave Cave. How'd that go? Good. Good good money out of that one. Um, Geez, you're in a good spot here. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, flip, flip this one. Yeah. Good money. <laughs> How'd that go? Have Did, you paid that, rent before? No, it fucking sucks. <laughs> It was like, mate, every fucking time I build a... How hard is it to build a fucking house? Fucking dogs. Mm. Um, not not happy, but yeah, 400 a week rent back option on this one. So any and fucking profits that I made on the cunt, I'm giving back to the bloke that I, I sold it to. So The amputee. <laughs> the fucking amputee. One hand Dan is his email. What's I'm like, your he, do, he doesn't... Sh- no, I swear to God. No. He doesn't shy away from the oh, fact. Well. It was on the legal documents. I fucking oh. laughed hard, man. She's like, what's funny? I'm like, read his email. Email addresses. Wow. One hand Dan. I mean, that's What was him. yours back when you were fucking 13? Do you oh, have one of those? It was my name. Cutesy Pie XO13. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those shit fucking emails? Yeah. Uh, it was my name. It still it's is. Yours, still yours, yeah. yeah. There you go. Sorry, don't have anything to add to there, but I have a few Bundy bears and things like that where I came from, I remember. You love the fighting juice, don't you? Used to. <laughs> really? I'm a Shiraz girl now. Uh, that's an acquired taste <laughs> when you get a law degree, isn't it? Yeah, just one glass a night. How are you finding Melbourne? <laughs> um, Melbourne's a great place to live. I'm definitely, you know... Um, needing to constantly find challenges because I think you can outgrow an area. Someone said to me the other day, oh, where are you living? And I was like, oh, cute. And they're like, oh, still, like, you know, you'll never leave sort of thing. So while I'll happily hang it on people that will stay in a small town and won't get out and grow, um, I'm quickly becoming that person because I've always been in the same area of Melbourne, except for my one rogue year in COVID where I spent some time down the beach and then some time in Shepparton, probably going backwards. But um Definitely my friendship with you was something big to take away from coming back hey. here for my 45 And you're days. like, <laughs> it's people like you, it's like that make it everything better. It's sort of, you start to understand you don't need a massive group of friends and even like you don't need to be in contact with say friends every fucking day. It's like catch up, shoot a funny meme to, to them whenever, like just check in. I love that. I think, you know, people say, oh, I'm time poor. As long as you're time poor for the right reasons, I'm I'm down with that. And you're probably on the same wavelength as me then, you know, you're hustling hard. You've got all these different things going on and you don't have time to, yeah, look after snowflakes because at the end of the day, you're flat out, like you're literally flat out. And when I do get a chance to catch up with you at in between flights and baggage arriving at the airport, Yo, we're going to discuss, yeah, we're going to discuss ideas, memories, plans, and then I'm going to check in with you again in three or six months. And it's just going to be updates on the progress of all those things. 100%. It's keeping each other accountable in that way too. Like, yeah, if you, you have know. time to be holding, you know, seeing what your friends are up to weekly, like you probably have a little bit of time to add some more things to your plate. You want to get on yeah. the board, the people that are sort of working in quarters. I love to say financial years. It's like, good though. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, that's probably something I'll get onto next financial year. Um, yeah, accountability, that's huge. And it's cool. Yeah. When you can trust someone enough to tell them your dreams 
that they're not going to judge you if you don't hit them. But like the moment you hit a goal, like you're going to tell them straight away. One of my favorite ones, and I've told someone this story twice and they're like, yeah, you already told me. And I was like, this is like significant to me. But when I was at your house back in my 2020, was it 2020? I think it was 2020. Yeah, it was. In COVID, I downloaded Comsec because I'd heard that Afterpay had made all this money and I was like, oh, lucky. I sold it at $10. I sold Afterpay at $10 fucking dollars. So you, yeah, you were bit ahead on that one than me, but I, um, I'd like spent my like only $500. I was still a uni student at this yeah. stage, like perspectively living in Melbourne and living my absolute best life until I couldn't in COVID. But, um, you were like, Oh, show me your Comsec app. And I was like, Oh like, fuck no. Like you, you own this house. Like yours, you're going to have like heaps of money. Mine's going to be embarrassing. And like today, you know, we've got five figures in there. Um, and gone up a bit more since last time I told you, but it was like, you, you were a huge part of me being like, nah, like I want to actually be proud of what I'm doing. I'm working yeah. so hard. You own it. Yeah. Like get in there and absolutely hustle and like, yeah, once you get momentum, that's huge. And like seeing, yeah, seeing what you had done, I, I don't know. You just seem to play a big role in that. I think, and I appreciate that a lot, but I think at the same time, it's having that balance. Like obviously you're working on quarters, um, with your goals and with your friends or certain friends, what I've done, there's like a little bit of regret or resentment towards those that have stronger friendship groups because I've spent so much time working and trying to build other things. Mm. And I it's, think is it's, it hard now? Like when you get new mates to work out why they want to be a mate, is that a thing? Yeah, massively. And especially like, and it sounds weird, but girls that you think that are way too good looking for you, it's like, I try and stay in my lane and it's like, I don't know. It's Looks like, it like not a thing for me, hey, like, yeah. oh, my man, he's gorgeous. But um, don't I'll even sh- know. I'll, sh- I'll show you someone and you tell show me. me. Show me what we're so, calling good looks. But to me, I've always so we're not, gone. She actually popped up on my Tinder last night, but oh, I, no. I don't swipe on Tinder anymore. Okay. I just pay for the upgrade and then <laughs> I speculatively <laughs> swipe to the ones that have already swiped at me. Okay. Oh, wow. I've never paid for an upgrade, so um. But yes, swipe through no names, but she was uh, the first prospective one that um, reared, reared the head when oh, okay. I moved in to uh, the rave cave. Oh, you guys are the same. Oh, you're a bit hot. Oh, no, you guys are the same. Fuck like, off, mate. Fuck off. Go and address your insecurities and then come back here. If I face-tuned you and Wittagrammed your photos. Wittagrammed. Is that what the women use? Yeah, yeah. that's the white borders on either side to like bring you into perspective. Yeah, right. Um, Fellas, yeah. take note. This is – we're, we're going to fucking take charge of our Wittigram. Like I hate those, yeah, alpha males that are like, oh, go and get a paint scraper, go and have a wash and we'll see what you really look like. But, oh, I'm ashamed to say it, but I was watching an episode of Maths. I've never watched an app in my life. Oh, it's actually oh, – it used to be kind of funny and good, but, like, it's just a mess now. But – um. Passively watching an episode and they have the weddings and obviously all the girls have their makeup on and they're looking great. And the next day they're in bed, you know, they've woken up. And one of them, I was like, that's an absolute joke. She doesn't even look remotely like what she did the day before. Really? And I'm thinking if you're drastically changing your appearance, like there's a plethora of issues going to go on if you're that insecure about the way you look. Like I love a great makeup. I have some very talented makeup artists out there. But we're talking like then they didn't look like the same person. I was trying to work out which groom was which, you know, bride. So, yeah, I don't know. Like I don't – I definitely don't have dating tips and advice, but I think that I always used to – I always look for long-term, yeah. not short-term, and looks fade. So everything's yeah, about it's, morals it's just, and values. It's weird like when people come into the picture now, it's like even if you've known about them for quite some time and they've known you, like I used to – she was on my run uh, of people I used to drop off when I used to finish at the bar Okay. when I worked at the deck. Yeah. So obviously working in banking pays fuck all. So I love you'd, that. you'd work the Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights um, and then drop people off Friday night, Saturday night on your way home back to Stanhope. But, Did um, you do it for cash, like this for no, cash? No, just oh, fucking. Good opportunity there. Hustle King wasn't on board. <laughs> Hustle King. Ten, Isn't ten it? Bucks each. Yeah, fuck, you're that. probably right too because Uber wasn't around then either. On that, can we just say how much of a joke it is that we go to university and we study and we get degrees to get grad jobs that don't pay enough for the basic cost it's, of living? It's, yeah, pretty stupid. And it's quite pronounced in America. Like, Shocking. you know, minimum requirements, a master's degree, but it's only paying $20, which is mm. what, like 30 well, Half of them AUD. are not paying anything and you've got to go get experience. It's, it's like, oh, unless, yeah, you're on the scholarship of mum and dad, you don't actually have a chance. That just terrifies me. Like I was at a, um, 
Yeah, like LIV, which is sort of a young lawyers networking event. I thought you meant the golf competition that the Arabs <laughs> have now brought forward instead of the PGA, the LIV. I, I would be there, wouldn't I? But I wasn't. <laughs> You'd probably get it gig as a woman. There aren't many. Uh, there's not many in the circle. I don't mind a round of nine. We go annually hey. for my birthday. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Do you want to come? Oh, why not? Maybe get the drone out. 100%. It takes about five hours to complete. The first two holes are pretty good. Black Bull Yarrawonga. No, I highly recommend coming. Um, anyways, this barrister was – because I was saying, oh, you know, tomorrow I'm actually working a wedding because I too was doing hospital work in my first two years out. And he goes, what, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, like you can't make ends meet or you can't invest. Or you, you know, you're not going anywhere basically living in Melbourne on a grad wage. And he's like, that's unbelievable. Like you've studied for six, seven years, I think mine was, once I got admitted and, yeah, not making enough money to go anywhere mm. um, after studying. But it does actually pay off, I can confirm, if you stick at it. <laughs> so, um, it's tough to like if you find a really good paying job in the country and then you want to explore options you've got like the golden handcuffs mm. yeah it's your like, um your predicament is very uh I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm in a bit of strife if i want to move down to melbourne it's like there aren't many bloody starter operators um it's the four days on four days off i reckon that's the best aspect of what you've got going on oh yeah and then you four off like oh like I the freedom about, yeah. that must give you i th- honestly thought about just buying a dive like a unit in stano walking to the factory for my four on and then having a place in melbourne because mm. like the only way to get better at comedy is to go down there that's right and you're all in now like oh yeah look at your setup mate i feel famous just sitting here at this table mate. All of the 105 followers, 106 I got I gave you five-star rating. I had to listen to, like, so many of your podcasts before I could um, give oh, you, like, a high rating. Yeah. You know, you got to, like, follow along because I was just going to go straight in and do it, um, but I couldn't. So, yeah, wait. Just wait. Ride the wave. Hold up. They're Ride all the just waiting because, obviously, I was number one. Yeah. Yeah, so they're all coming in this week, I'd say. Um, the quality, the quality of the audio should help for the listener's sake too. Yeah, that's big. How are you feeling about it all? Like, there's um, a podcast that came out recently, and influencers, they were influencers that did it straight on the number one on Spotify for the last few days. And how how does that make you feel? Like having the platform to start with, like other people versus coming from like your niche of your beers and you know you're trying to diverse your income streams. Like, where, where so are you at? It's all just. This? I, I, it's just craft beers. Like I'm a fan of craft beer. I'll try and interview. Yeah, except bitter beer, but you know we've made an exception because <laughs> so you're, the you're... lads should give you a bit of a bump up on Spotify. Yeah, well, eventually. Um, I'll let them know. I'll send them a DM and say oi. Oi oi. Um, but now I'll, I'll give them a plug. Obviously, once we've mm. finished this, yeah, I tag with, them. Yeah I, yeah, I do that with every podcast oh. and the beer that we do. Oh, and that's, I found like I've yeah, grown through that because out, cool. outside of hashtags, I don't do reels. Mm. Like from a visual sense, I haven't really got into that yet. I thought, right, I'll knuckle down. I'll do this here, and then we'll do the video when we move to the other joint. Because like, what's the go with podcasts? Is it do you grow from like posting on Instagram? And people see what you're about, and it's the algorithm. So you really got to sort of play to the algorithm too. So. Because I think know. like every podcast I listen to except for like Motivation, Comsec <laughs> yeah. and like the lawyers, just like, yeah, work-related and financial-related, they all come off TikTok. Like I don't have TikTok. I've never had TikTok. It's Chinese malware. It's yeah, like you a, said that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not not a fan whatsoever. Like, And, and it's fair, like the algorithm. And I think Andrew oh, Schultz shocking. played on this too, which it makes sense. Like Chinese versions of TikTok – uh, all like achievements and, you know, groundbreaking technology and what young people are doing. And in Western society, it's just people doing retarded dance moves and 17 ways to peel a fucking mango, you know, like it's, yeah, no. it, it's just, it's turning people's brains into fucking cottage pie and <laughs> China are just like, how, how do you make the next generation dumb by feeding them TikTok? Oh yeah. Just make them sit on and there. For, yeah. yeah. So. No, there's a bit of thought that's gone into that one. Yeah, it's a bit of, uh, yeah, maybe like a tinfoil hat, fucking conspiracy <laughs> theorist, but it sort of makes sense like when you think about it. What I like though is like that's a value obviously to you and you're not going to break it, but like even though it might promote this, but you're going to organically grow your following. Yeah. I like that. And, and everyone's going to make a conscious decision to follow you, listen you, to you, and, like, that's a good way to grow as the, well. The podcast and sort of fits into what we're talking about, the podcast I just did fucking an hour ago with our Jeremy Blight at Three-Legged Cow in Shep East. He's an engineer. He's got a full-time job at Spire. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, I s- swear to God, he's got the best beer in Shepparton. Doesn't promote it on socials because it's just him and another guy, but it's not their full-time job. So 
they're going to let that grow organically nice. until such time as they're in a position where they can do the transition. Like he loves his job. Mm. Even though he'd be successful at both things, he just doesn't have the time for it. So yeah. he's electing for that organic growth as like opposed that. to pushing it. So, Cause like coming from someone that did study really hard and I genuinely love my job. Like, you know, everyone's like, you're, you're selling, you're sold to a corporate entity and you're, t- you know, you have no time, but it's like, oh, I wake up and want to go to work. I, I really love what I do. Like, and I'd go mad not like having that much high functioning brain activity. Yeah. Like I'm such an academic I need, yeah, to constantly be thinking and like working out ways around things and like I need to put obstacles in front of myself. So if I'm not doing that at work, I'm probably going to do that in my life and <laughs> I'd know which one I'd rather. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. You need that outlet too. Yeah. And like, yeah, I've thought about, yeah, diverse, like when it comes to diversifying income, like hats off to people that start a brand and you know, do the labeling and the packaging and send it off and have a room full of clothes and hoodies. I could never. It's crazy, yeah. Like that could not be easy. Yeah. I just like um, people you look up to, role models, they probably change over time, especially like with your career. But for guys at Alpha Blokes, give them a cheeky plug, like what they're doing, (laughs) just, you know, kicking every episode in the dush, (laughs) fucking peppering your ears with callbacks. Like just they're the way they go about things, it's easy listening. It's a good laugh. They build a community with their callbacks. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. And obviously off the back of that, they've both left their jobs as fitters yeah, I think in mines so. in yeah. central Queensland. So I think that's sort of fitting the sense that. They probably never saw that yeah. coming though, which I love. You reckon? Yeah. I reckon they just like gave it a crack. I reckon Surely that was, like, yeah, yeah. Maybe the end goal. I don't know. Joe Rogan was the same though. Like yeah. when he moved to LA, he had to because of fear factor and he's like, I need an outlet. So let's just smoke weed with my friends in front of a webcam. <laughs> 11 years down the track and he's got more of an influential pool than what is it? CN what's the CBN yeah. or what, what's their fucking news? Don't CNBC, you, fucking oh, yeah. HBO. I'm a channel seven girl. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he's got more in, influential pool than yeah. most of the newscasters in, uh, in America. It's pretty cool. Like Fuck yeah. to be able to influence people. Um, but that's the way to go nowadays. If you're up for it, mm. it's just the idea of being cancelled. I know we get made redundant in the big old pen pushing world, but like the idea of being cancelled over one thing you said or did, I'm too controversial for that. I'll let you know what I think. And that's the other <laughs> that thing too. It's me. like it's it sort of it scares me that if this ever got legs, or if <laughs> I ever got to the stage in two years' time where I start doing reels, yeah, <laughs> and I say something, and then it just gets Boom. fucking. <laughs> you're done. I'm done. <laughs> Talking about this thing ever getting legs, I like, had a few mates because I've been like promoting you hard. Like we're gonna have a launch the day that you reckon? Yeah, you'll probably get two followers. Well, uh, I actually two have followers. a couple on Instagram. Um, they they drink beers too, so like they're on that organic train Fuck that yeah. we're after. Yeah, just so you know. Where am I going with this one? Don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. so if this ever like got legs, yeah, a few of my friends are like, oh, like how, how do you feel about going on a podcast and like you gotta be careful about what you say. No. And, um. You know, yeah, things like that. And I've, I'm just so true to me. Like I just feel like I'm such an open book and I'll say stitch up in a corporate meeting with CEOs and I'll be like, yeah, we got stitched up, but this is like, you know, how we're going to deal with that. I'm just not on board with, um, yeah, too. I like formalities and respect, don't get me wrong, but the too much of like the just being two separate people, like false facades, I can't really handle it. Like I love being as authentic as you can and, yeah, really getting – like I love being skilled at what I do, so I don't ever really think I could see myself in like a high-end corporate CEO role or GM role. Like I just like churning work and just being like my little. When, when every when every move outside of work is under a microscope, I don't know how people. Yeah, live. I could never do that. So yeah. like when I yeah that, that didn't even cross my mind when you asked me to be on it, and like I hope this takes off. Like. I um, there's a few podcasts I listen to, and I'm like, oh, imagine being on like episode seven. Like, then you can yeah. say that. Like, can you be and then my you're little back at like two hundred? <laughs> yeah, and then six hundred and forty. <laughs> yeah, can you invite me back for oh. episode like five hundred, where I've actually achieved something more than comsec shares? Because <laughs> it would be a privilege. Um, no, I genuinely hope like that's yeah, that's the way this goes. It's just, and the thing is too, like I, I feel everyone puts their eggs in one basket. Like at the end of the day, yeah, sure, it was a a bit of an investment for this gear, but it's a passion project. <laughs> yeah. It's enjoyable. At the end of the day, I can sell it off, cop a bit of a loss, but it's no different to the loss that you'd incur if you had a big night out on the town. Like I'm having fun so, right now. Are you having fun? Like, is I'm, this actually your job? Just thinking. 
Imagine doing this. Imagine being a full-time shit talker. Yeah. Oh, mate. Oh, and getting paid. I suppose that's what I do already, with, with but like getting paid. This episode's brought to you by fucking... <laughs> Who would you like to be sponsored by, first off? Um, I'm a bit of a degenerate through um, poker. <laughs> so if we could get poker go. On. Yeah. But the thing is, even poker stars, but online gambling isn't bloody in... Family friendly. Yeah, it's Australia nowadays. Uh, it's, yeah, you can't do online poker in Australia. Oh. Yeah, legislation got passed, I think, maybe five or six years ago. Oh, People do it via VPN, but when it comes to taking cash out, obviously the SWIFT code flags Australia. Yeah, right. But um, like the boys, alpha blokes are done. The boys. They've got a plug with Bluebet. Okay. So they do their own, their own multis. Yeah. And, yeah, That's they had like an $11 multi come up from when John Jones won in MMA. On the weekend. So, yeah, right. So yeah. something, yeah, like gambling related yeah, ga- to link in with Gambling your... related, a brewery that, I've, that I rate and <laughs> another one, Stitches Comedy Club in fucking somewhere. You know, like just yeah. – I reckon three would be sick. And then I'd go back to fucking part-time at the factory. I'd work two night shifts a week. Oh, yeah. I'd do the fucking split role just to play <laughs> – Pay the fucking essentials and we'll be sick. Give us the stories. I love it how you bring up something about the cheese factory or the powder room or something going wrong. Oh, so on your other episodes, can you tell me something real funny? Because like, oh, there's there's not many to put you on the spot. So yeah, yeah you have put me on the spot. <laughs> Just like you know, in the forklift and you know, oh, the manager oh, has oh. to walk in right when a pellet falls off a shelf. Like you know. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Um, bring me back on the tools because I used to be there. I know what it's like on site, and now I sit in I'm, Colin I'm, Street. I'm playing the work. I prob- I might get in trouble for this actually, but. I'm playing the compo card. I have to get a, I have to get a foot operation. Uh, 9th of May, which is my mum's birthday. That's dad's birthday. Oh, fucking look out. <laughs> yeah. 9th of May. They're like, when do you want to book in the uh, the, the surgery? Um, pretty much uh, I got off a forklift. That's I, all right. I fucked my ankle bad. Oh, this is not legal advice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at a lawyer if I need help. So. Uh, I've got a great contact. They might sponsor the show yeah, if you be- put the case on them. Yeah, no. Um, um, but I've just rolled it a bunch of times and the swelling hasn't gone down. I've torn a couple of ligaments, so I just need a bit of a clean up. And I'll be out of action for a couple of months. Who's doing that for you? You getting it done, Shep or Wang? Yeah, yeah, Shep, the private. There's a, yeah, there's a really good doctor at the private and Wang. He's done a few yeah. Ricos for me. It's related? No, no, nah, not really. There, there is, there is, yeah. There, I don't think they need it, honestly. If you are going to be a doctor or you're a doctor, if I was to, if uh, I was to redo <laughs> a few things, yeah, I reckon I'd be a doctor. Yeah, they're on to something. Yeah, it's fucking big money. Yeah, Medicare's like cancelled now. Imagine that not affecting you. I just wish, like, I, I hate waiting mm. for anything health related. Yeah. So. I just wish there was a way that I could pay a couple of hundred bucks then and there and skip the line. Oh, okay. Just have your own. Op- well, having a sibling as a doctor. What's little, what's his Charlie? Is that your little brother? Yeah, he's fucking 12. What's he up to? Well, he won the batting average. I reckon he's, <laughs> thank fuck one of us has sporting ability <laughs> because he's killing. He's going to be slinging dick. That's great. When he's fucking 14, I just pray that he pays attention in sex ed because he'll get he'll some shit pregnant. Yeah. yeah. So we just don't need to deter him from Ooh. getting into the draft because he's my fucking super. If he doesn't end up being a successful cricketer, highly recommend the medicine route. No, he's too dumb for that. He's a peacon. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, I'm telling you, I, I, I did a uni degree in business. Yeah. Um, yeah he, was that hard? Nah, fuck no. Nah, I was doing I love care. saying that about law. I'm like, oh, law degrees are easy. I've got one. And because of just, I don't know, just like my vibe, people yeah. are like – if you can but get you're one, on. anyone can get one. People don't like when you took. They don't like, realize for some reason I have to add the credibility of my sibling's success, oh, and then for all that. of a sudden, oh maybe you are. The, the, cre- the credibility, like if you guys were horses, I oh. would definitely fucking syndicate your bloodline. I would buy a few fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quality bloodline. I heard some interesting stories about the horse racing industry. Yeah. Um, not nothing bad. Is it in Japan or Hong Kong, somewhere overseas? The racing club, where there's no land, the racing club collects the checks from all of the owners to pass on to the trainers. And there's a list, sort of like a naughty list, but if you are late on your payments, zoomf, you're straight down the bottom and someone else that wants to have a go in the racing industry that will pay up, they get That's like – not a bad way to do it. Stable. Yeah, yeah, well, crikey, maybe we should get onto that, although we've got plenty of land. 
plenty of opportunity. Yeah, probably, yeah, not yeah. the same situation. Smart though, because that works. Yeah, I was like, that's really interesting. Yeah. It's no different shelf space in a supermarket. Like, unless you pay for the <laughs> best space, the you're fucking, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You're, you're in the shit spot. <laughs> How expensive stuff nowadays? Oh, it's crazy. It de- like it's we've um, been doing a thing at work. They're going to do it four or five times where you donate ten dollars and you get as much goods as you can fill into a freezer bag. Oh wow. And we worked out like, like cheese related products. Cheese, butter, and, yeah, wow. Snacks. That's awesome. It worked out like two hundred bucks worth of stuff. Like from supermarket prices. Good for your teeth, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't actually eat a whole lot of dairy, but, but like it's if it's the, yeah. the cream and butter was perfect because I was going down to my grandparents that weekend. Oh, and she does a lot of baking. Yeah, beauty. So when you I'm, know she's on the pension. Yeah, and it was like you give her a hundred oh. bucks worth of goods. It's like she was thought it was fucking Christmas. Yeah, that's so nice. You know, it's just, that's that's I like seeing a bit of that, a bit of yeah, community come together at work, and you know what can you contribute? But then there's always that minority that try and fuck it for everyone and take twice <laughs> as much. Greedy. Like there's just that. Can't relate. I'm the youngest of six. Yeah, you fucking drought. <laughs> Mate, I was actually having this chat with you my any, last you, night. Yeah, story time. Surely you got a fucking a story for us. We've like. got all your typical ones like, you know, get out of the shower in a minute and all those sort of ones. But something, there's two big ones that come to mind. One we are talking about last night. The dopamine hit that comes with doing something fun or buying a product that's like a treat comes before you get to enjoy it. So you have an ice cream for dinner because the story goes, I was, buying, I was buying dessert last night. They were putting on dinner and I was like, let's do cold rock at home. So I just went to the supermarket, yeah. Blase, bought a few things, $40. But we're, side note, this is a side story. I love telling side stories. It was actually 19 because nearly everything was half price. So my savings was 20 bucks. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. like imagine Blase spending that much money. Like we're talking dessert on a midweek night, right? At your brother's house with his wife. Back onto the main story. Where's my main story? Uh, oh, struggle, yeah, but, struggle street yeah. as a big do- family. Dopamine hits before dopamine it happens. Hits. I was like, I'm excited about going to your house and getting to have dessert on a midweek before I buy whatever dessert's going to be, right? So it didn't matter what we we're going to buy. I could buy the cheapest box of ice creams and spend four bucks. Still going to be good. But I've already had a good time because I know what I'm up to that night. Whereas some people don't get it and they could have been disappointed before I bought like the variety of smash-ins, whatever, Smarties, Tim Tams, things like that. And he was like, wow, like I've never thought of that, but it's so true. And he's like, when you're on your own, you have the opportunity to save a lot of money because it doesn't matter what you eat. Like hell, you can be happy on two-minute noodles for a week or you can be eating real healthy or doing whatever, but you have that opportunity. But he's like, suddenly when you're married, and I don't think he was speaking necessarily anecdotally, but he was like, when you bring someone else into your life, it was raised very differently to us because we were running the parallels of like how we didn't actually have everything and how. And that's true. Yeah, like, like going yeah. to the pub, like going out for tea. Like that was a that good was behavior. That was huge. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I remember like, and that was the golf club in my way. Like that was, yeah. that was a big deal. Mickey Mouse. I'm already happy that's just the one with thinking the plane. about it. That's the one with the plane? No, that's the RSL. I don't – oh, the golf club had the very first set of Nintendo, so no TV family. Um, and a ball pit. But, um, oh, happy memories. God, I'm happy right now. But, yeah, it's just so funny how, like, the dopamine hit gets you before anything else. So when it comes to making a decision on something, like, I'll, like, sort of not fall to pieces when it comes to literally picking out the product off the shelf because I don't actually care. And girls, are, you know, we have this reputation for, like, oh, I don't care what I have for dinner, but, like, I don't. Because I'm yeah. so excited about someone cooking for me. Oh, how good Don't is mean, it? Oh, my God. Like I was talking to <laughs> – uh, this will be on a podcast but <laughs> as a segment, but I was talking to a mate about um, girls and dating and everything. Ah, they're bests. And like body counts from <laughs> oh, a dude's Lord. point of view. And we really got into it. And I said, it's like any standout things for you? And I said, mate, the three best sexual performances I have ever put on in my fucking life. Like 40 possession gamers, you know, if you want to. <laughs> if you handle. <laughs> a lot of disposals, a lot of contested marks, fucking. Yeah. Was when a chick cooked for me. Oh, so it does it for you, mate. Oh, mate. So I, many girls can't cook and I reckon it's the biggest injustice. If, if, you, if you take the time and you fucking make her do the meal and just a chilled night in and he doesn't give you three rounds, fucking hit me up. Because <laughs> I will. Because I will. I know it is uh, nice having someone just, cook for you. I don't know it? whether it's wholesome or what, but, you know, nowadays. It, it's values. It's what matters to you. You don't want to get caught up in the glitz and the glam and that's like a And that's what we're stuck in now. Like everything's rinse and repeat. People are fake. They take photos in you know, one outfit and then it's on Depop the next day. It's like there's nothing genuine. It's like if you fucking make your nan's lasagna. Heck. 
you know, that's what fucking gets me off. Speaking of like people changing you, like I think maybe going into the dating world, that's something that's important. You don't want to get like you want to be Jackson who likes to have a home cooked meal and it's not far out, don't go all you belong in the kitchen. Like that's not where we're going with this. No, I'm not at all. By, by any means. It's yeah. just bringing it back. Like but why do you like, have to go out? Every fucking weekend yeah, so for don't date change night. That. Like know? that's what you like from day one. So just keep it simple, sort of, sort of thing. Old, old mate that I showed you before that I was punching out. Yeah, it was her. I cooked her three oh, you cooked meals. Her. Off, in like a, on three separate days. Three separate three dates at my place. <laughs> Nothing, nada. Off the back of that, I paid a stripper a thousand bucks to fuck <laughs> me in a private suite at the Pink Horse. Jackson, we need to have a chat. <laughs> we need to chat that. Mate, we? what's going on? You pay for Tinder upgrades and you pay for well, I, I just thought like women the, in the industry. So I. I, I Come on I don't, don't know if I'll fucking edit this out or what, but um, I, 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 I base my time at 40 bucks an hour. Oh, really? Yeah. Cheap. I'm a, 40 bucks an hour. That's so we're on region, regional time. rates, regional rates. Regional rates. Fucking right. you're looking at this bloke. If I, I de- like that you if, have, yeah. If I dedicate fucking 30 hours to you, I'm 1,200 in. Mm-hmm. If Daddy hasn't had a bite of the cookie, it's going to be looking elsewhere. <laughs> You're shocking. <laughs> no, what I, I do like, like about, about example A that we saw earlier, yeah. the only compliment I can give, we're talking, we're, I've got one good thing to say about her. She yeah. looks like she's fit and healthy and that's, a, you know, we'd go back on values. I'm I don't think she likes the drinking of beers. Which well, may be you know, are you going to change? <laughs> nah. There's some room in the gin distilling. I've been listening to your that? podcast, so like I was, yeah. wasn't too bad, I thought. Yeah. It was pretty good. Um, yeah. It's just, she works hard that you can hear it in her voice. Yeah, she was always in a rush. She didn't really want to hold her up either. Yeah. Um, very lucky good. to have her on the show. Speaking, like, all right, on this topic, who who are some goals? I, like, I hate the word goals, but, like, who are some goal people that you would like to have on the show? Goals eventually. Ooh. Yeah, like who are some people? Yeah, what, what do they do? What are we after? Oh, so I'm working on a couple. So Ross Noble is coming to Shepparton. Yeah, okay. Um, Do you have some, like, foreplay chat? Like, hey, how are you? Like, how's it been? I I don't know. Like, sort of what his claim to fame for me, as much of a good comedian that he is, his claim to fame was obviously COVID happened. Everyone was glued to the fucking TVs. Mm -hmm. He was on Celebrity Apprentice. And he took the absolute fucking piss out of that show and made us to the grand final. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I think he'd be great to have on. Yeah, he doesn't drink, which would be an issue. But because it's mid They do zero. Yeah, I'd put him on for dry July because I'm going to do dry July and sober October. That's nice. So, You're going to do them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of them. I'll drink non-alks throughout. Have you had one before? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they taste like shit. But really? Work through. I was thinking, like, how funny would it be just like sitting at the office, cracking open? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I asked the site manager because <laughs> if I can bring in a slab of fucking Carlton Zeros, <laughs> and he said no. But like, I really wanted to put, I thought I should have just asked for forgiveness rather than permission. There's nothing wrong with it. Like, there is no way. Because <laughs> I drink like every now and again um, energy drinks, like, like it's a crime. What ones? <laughs> uh, I'm a V. Anything sugar free, but honestly, like it's it's once, a, it's once a quarter. Oh no, too many vodka ripples. Uh, oh, did like sick? I don't know. They just taste like shocking. To I me. used to be no good with tequila, but then oh, every time yeah. there's karaoke, the only song I sing is the Champs Tequila. <laughs> but I bring four tequila shots up on stage with me. Oh wow, what a so performance! In, in, in three and a half minutes, your boy's fucking <laughs> is on yeah. fire. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> Nice. I remember um, this might have a reflection on my upbringing. We never had soft drink and if we did, it was like water down. Yeah. Um, but when I first got my grad position job, I remember I came into a meeting. There's a heap of like big players in the room and one of the most important people, um, like the highest end managers, yeah. dead set sits beside me at 7.30 in the morning, cracked open a can of Coke. And I was horrified. I was like, oh. 
I swear you could have done a line in front of me and I wouldn't have been faced. <laughs> but a can of soft drink at 7.30 in the morning. It's and weird how those things are ingrained. Yeah, there, right? Ingrained it? in me. Like, it's for oh. me, it's Fruit Loops. Yeah. Oh, that is. From a cereal, it's like, that is gold, man. <laughs> You're not allowed to eat that. You're not it's not like your birthday. <laughs> you didn't get it as like the one little option in like the six pack of cereals for yes, camping or something. Yeah. Camping. yeah. Oh, man. That shit was always taken first. Wow. You start with like cornflakes with no fucking sugar. Just. I know. Well, we were porridge, like into the porridge people. Yeah. That's um, overnight oats for our fitness in space. But yeah, like but cooked on the stove. Yeah, yeah, cooked yeah. on the stove with water. You had to like stir it hard and with the cream and honey. Like cream was Mickey Mouse. Like cost of cream nowadays. If I was a kid, nada, nada, <laughs> nada. nada. But um, privileged enough to have a bit of cream on it as kids. But yeah, honestly, <laughs> how weird. I reckon um take a bit of alcohol free alcohol somewhere. Just yeah. Being a lawyer, this is a good question for you. The sidewinder and better beer case, the lawsuit. <gasps> Yeah. What's your take? Awfully similar, weren't they? I um, wish Mick Malloy won. I, I can't. Uh, it's got a the, to feel about what it. was the guy from Wildlife's name? James. That, James. Here's me just like telling you I've listened to every podcast. James commented when you were talking about Better Beer and Great Northern that there's a place for Great Northern. And I liked that he said that, you know, up north, it's hot as. I used to work in Darwin. It's a great, it's like, it's actually, you couldn't drink a pint of Carlton Giraffe. That packaging's quite good though. You know, insert craft beer or whatever up there because it's literally too hot and you can't drink it fast enough. So there is a place for it. I feel like there's a place for better beer when you're getting on the fitness bandwagon. Some people just aren't fortunate enough to, you know, process the carbs and stuff like that. So I think there is a place for these in terms of, yeah, the packaging. Like, what do you say? There's, there's similar colours. It's a simplistic design. I but the, I what did the lawyer was in favour of better beer and said that uh, consumers should have responsibility to choose. Yeah, well, that's right. Are you really going to choose something off the packaging? Like or, marketing and that does play a huge role, but I think it's more the, yeah, the zero cal, zero, oh, sorry, low cal, zero sugar, zero carb thing for me. I do find it very hard to believe that these were two very independent ideas that came together at the same time. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Um, but I'm not a judge. <laughs> Never will be. Um, yeah. And I guess the court's made its ruling and we'll see if there's an appeal, which will be super interesting. Um, but yeah, I think there's a place for this. So yeah, I want to talk to you to... forever. Are we coming close to time? Uh, I just I, love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I, I just I need to edit a fuckload out. So we're... yeah, we've actually only got 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, do you have a joke for us? I do. I didn't think you were going to ask, and I was like bitterly disappointed because I was like thinking when I listened to the first episode. Imagine coming on this body. <laughs> having three. Well, I Loving yourself a little a bit and just not having one ready to go because you didn't know you were going to get asked. Um, this has like taken up all of my additional time over the last three weeks and I haven't come to the table with a good one, but I have come to the table with one. Mm. What is the difference between the people in Abu Dhabi and the people of Dubai? No idea. The people in Dubai don't like the Flintstones. <laughs> but the people in Abu Dhabi do. <laughs> oh, wow. I th- this is quite fitting. Ready? What did one piece of sand say to the other piece of sand in the desert? Fuck, it's busy out here today. <laughs> so many grains of sand. Oh. Um, love that. I had to practice that joke about 100 times without really? laughing because I thought <laughs> yeah, it was a number one. If you haven't heard of it, oh, my God. I love it. Um, you think I'd be able to understand the punchline. If I don't get it within one second, I'm not going to get it and yeah. it'll just sit there with me for so long and then I'll hate it once I do get it because I didn't get it. So I like to go with the really easy ones because it resonates with me and my ability. To so I, I bombed real bad at Shepherd. <laughs> no. Bombed bad. Yeah, okay, what did you do? Bombed bad. Like I did the same set as what I did as Raw <laughs> and didn't get a laugh at the second half again. And I thought it was the audience, like, oh. especially with the nude joke. I'm like, well, looking at the audience, I should have said, you know, when you walk away from an argument, you're like, fuck, I wish I said oh, that. Oh, yeah. It's like, I, I should have said, well, by the looks of the audience, clearly one of your daughters received that nude because you're all old as fuck. Or, you know, <laughs> getting a laugh out of you is like finding a virgin in Marupna. Like, it's just oh. not fucking possible. Like, you do, so you struggle a bit with the very local jokes. Just the, the local joke, but sometimes they hit. 
Yeah, okay. it's just when you touch on child pornography, it's like oh, that might hit like, me too. Like, <laughs> like, you are trying to make Shepherd and great. I feel like there's a part of you that thinks this town is a little bit boring and slow is, and but, has a notorious reputation. Like, what, what's that saying? If you're not a part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Yeah, I like that. So um, for, yeah. I feel like you're a part of the solution and the problem with your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it is hard, I think. I don't know much about stand-up comedy, but I've been looking into it a little bit because um, I thought you might ask me a question. I love to know a little bit about everything, yeah. but there's way too much about that to just Dabble. break it. I don't – but someone was talking about um, like passwords and parents and like you have a password so a hacker can't get in. Yeah. You're like, well, fuck, I can't get in either. Like, you know, and you, <laughs> and he goes on to talk about like that demoralizing, like, what are these five letters? And they're like on the piss, you got the six and the T and, yeah. you know, it's just click every picture of a bus. And like, I loved it because working on a computer every single day, I'm like, so can relate. Being the youngest of a big family of older parents can relate. And I'm like, what is it with stand-up comedy? You need to appeal to every single person in that crowd. Yeah. Whereas something I'm going to like die of laughter to and think that is the funniest thing ever. No one else in the room probably would if it was in Shepparton. Like, there, there was a joke uh, by an Indian dude. <laughs> oh, no. He's, he's, got, he's Aussie. I, I can't um, remember his name at this point in time with the beer brain, but he's like. Yeah, better what, be as hit hard. What, what, what's the go, especially after a few uh, three-legged cows? Oh. oh, here's a joke for you. Yeah. I did get to tell Jeremy. <laughs> What do you call a three-legged cow? Tripod. Tri-tip. <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you call a cow with fucking two legs? Cow. Oh, I got four. What? <laughs> Lean beef. What do you call a cow with one leg? A few cow jokes. What? Steak. Oh. You like that one coming off the farm? That's nice. But uh, he, he uh, went off... Uh, because he's Indian, he played like, how dare people uh, roll their own cigarettes? Like, what are you, some kind of connoisseur? Like, oh. And he went like, uh, the whole part of it, because his visual was licking, like mid-conversation, <laughs> licking the paper. Like, what are you doing? Like, can't you keep a Bangladesh in, you know, employed? Oh. <laughs> and he's like, the uh, <laughs> you're part of it. <laughs> he's like, played on uh, the only two people that are still licking paper are you and fucking, I'll say... My grandpa's name Desmond. Oh, oh great. You know, yeah. sending a complaint to the local council, just uh. <laughs> look at the envelope. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it was fucking, the way he put it together was just incredible. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Fun times. <laughs> uh, no. if, if listeners want to get uh, a bit more of Celia, whereabouts can they reach out to? At Celia Willia 96. It's like the Monsters Inc. Celia Willia. We should talk to Mike Wazowski. You should get some tips off Mike. I don't know if you're being serious. I have. It is. On Instagram, um, but you'll put me in the notes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll throw those in the uh, show notes. Um, uh, <laughs> let's wrap this shit up so we can go to the brewery. Yeah, we're going time. to the pub. <laughs> talk <laughs> to you. <ya. laughs> Thanks, guys. Hooray. Bye.